0: All right, people, it is November 30th, 2020. We're almost into December, and I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. Direct message, it was a long weekend, holiday weekend, Thanksgiving weekend. I know that most of you probably committed several misdemeanors and felonies by getting together with family members perhaps crossing state lines, maybe even sharing the spoon of a buffet style meal. So I know a lot of you are probably on the run from the law right now. You're probably in a car, you know, cops behind you. They're hunting us down, they're coming for us. These moronic authoritarian, draconian laws that these dingbats have uh, tried to crush us with, but I don't think they're gonna win. And in case you can't tell people, I'm in a very good mood this morning. I am completely refreshed. I needed a couple days just to, just to eat, basically sleep, uh, watch some TV, and, and do pretty much nothing else, and that's exactly what I did. We, we did a little gardening around here. We, we just ate an obscene amount of food. If you're not following me on, on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, you can see the type of stuff that we're cooking around here, and I, I think we're to work on a cookbook as well. We've sort of had an idea for it for, for quite some time. Um, so you can check out on, you know, Instagram, Ruben Report and all, Twitter, Ruben Report, all that stuff. Uh, we did a little gardening, we watched Airplane. David had never seen Airplane before, we watched Airplane, and it's just like, absolute perfection. I would say Naked Guns still, to me, is the funniest movie of all time, but we did watch a little Airplane, that was great. And, uh, oh, and then we watched Mandalorian, and I know, you know, I did a Q&A over the last week or so, and I said that I wasn't loving Mandalorian, it just didn't quite get me there yet. But finally, the last two episodes, they're getting there, and to see Ahsoka there and the way they're linking the prequels with the originals and now in in the the new, well, not the new universe, but the now universe, I guess you could say, I thought that was uh, pretty great, too. So it's just, I'm I'm feeling good about life. I know the world is crazy, uh, but uh, I think... I think some good things are on the horizon. I think a lot of people are really misjudging what's happening in the world right now, and we're seeing a lot of people celebrate a little too early. Oh, and we're not even going to do this story, but I guess I should address the fact. Oh no, we are going to do this story. I was about to uh, to talk about Biden's foot, but we we are we are doing Biden's foot. All right, so let's let's talk about lockdown stupidity because uh, here in Los Angeles, it it continues to get worse and worse. One day, I'm just gonna be doing the show from, it'll literally just be a dark room. I will have nothing, there'll just be a spotlight on me and nothing else uh, because these lockdowns, they, they just continue. So we'll start off with a, uh, a quote from the Los Angeles Department of Health. And well, here we go. As new COVID-19 cases remain at alarming levels and the number of people hospitalized continues to increase, a temporary Los Angeles County health officer order will be issued to require additional safety measures across sectors. Now, before I get into the uh, specifics of what they're asking us to do, and I assure you they're ridiculous, you're going to find out soon enough. I just wanted to point out that as far as I know in the United States, we don't have any hospitals that have been completely overrun. We don't have any states that have been completely destroyed. Florida, which has stayed open, is not somehow a million times worse than California, which has stayed closed, we don't see massive outbreaks in homeless camp encampments. Now we got a lot of homeless encampments. I went to Home Depot yesterday. I had to drive under a bridge, and there's literally now trolls under the bridges because they all live under the bridges now, and they have massive encampments. Obviously, no one—they're not doing the things that would be best for uh, personal hygiene and wearing masks and everything else. But we don't see massive outbreaks there. I passed—I passed a—I passed, uh, passed two hospitals yesterday actually, and they're both pretty much empty. Now, again, this isn't to say that COVID isn't real and we know it's real and we know that 99% of people roughly survive it and we know we've got vaccines coming out and everything else and whether they're rushing out the vaccines and whether you should take the vaccine is a separate issue. But the point is that these insane measures are just destroying people's lives and doing nothing else. And I look forward, I I predicted this on Twitter a couple weeks ago, but I I really believe that 2021 is gonna be the year of the lawsuit. There are gonna be so many class action lawsuits and, and personal lawsuits going after the crazy politicians who manipulated science and and did all sorts of things that they constitutionally are not allowed to do. Uh, But let's break down some of the numbers and some of the specific things that you're allowed to do here in Los Angeles. Let's throw it up. This is very exciting. Essential retail can be at $35. Percent maximum occupancy. Now, I don't know what essential retail is. I mean, I guess if you need sneakers, that would be essential, but like is buying like a hoodie not essential or like what is essential retail? They, don't, they never tell you, it doesn't matter, but okay, 35%. Now, where'd they come up with that number? Now, this is what I'm saying about how none of this is based in science. Like 35% at essential retail, that sounds like something, like they put some thought into it, but why not 40%, why not 45%? I don't know, non-essential retail, whatever that is, non-essential retail, so is that a video game store? Uh, So that would be at 20% maximum occupancy. All right, you know, sounds sort of whatever. Uh, Includes indoor malls at 20%. I mean, most indoor malls have been failing for a long time. They're usually at 10% occupancy if you've been to a mall lately. So 20%, they'd be thrilled to have that. Personal care services uh, can be at 20% Maximum occupancy, so personal care, I assume that's like getting your nails done, getting your toe, toenails done, maybe getting your hair cut. So, okay, 20%, and, and I'm sure those businesses will really thrive, right? Like those people who own those small businesses, that's gonna really thrive when only one out of five of your little chairs at your at your nail salon or your foot specialist place, when that uh, when those chairs are uh, all open, four out of five are open. Libraries can be at 20% maximum. Occupancy, okay, that, whatever. I mean, again, these numbers, they they just make up these numbers. Fitness centers operating indoors can be at 50%, uh, sorry, outdoors can be at 50% maximum occupancy. Now remember, most fitness places, most gyms, your gym, think about your gym. Do they have an outdoor area? The gym that I used to go to, I, I went to Equinox, I canceled it, but they had no outdoor area, and now it just sits there absolutely empty. Good, young, healthy, vibrant people could be going to the gym indoors. They could be taking their temperature outside. They could be washing things off and sterilizing things, but instead they've decided to destroy businesses. Like uh, most gyms don't have uh, just outdoor area for you to run around and play in. Museums. Galleries, zoos, and aquariums can be at 50% occupancy. So what are they gonna do with all the penguins? Okay, what are you you gonna slaughter half the penguins? Is that what we're we're doing now? I mean, really, is this, we're gonna have a big penguin roast at this point? 50% capacity. I mean, that, again, it just makes no sense. Museums, galleries, zoos, and aquariums. Let's try this. Museums, museums usually indoors, mostly indoors. Sometimes they have a little outdoor area at a museum. Galleries usually indoors. Okay, fine. Zoos, outdoors, right? I've been to the LA Zoo here in LA many times. I've been to Safari Park, uh, which is the, uh, the San Diego Zoo. They've got the whole safari. You're in a big safari, it's outdoors. Can you be there? Uh, aquariums, outdoors for the most part. I know the lizards, you know, they keep the lizards indoors. The point is none of this makes sense. Why would a museum that's indoors be at 50% capacity and an aquarium, yeah, you see the point. Uh, and then here's my favorite mini golf, batting cages, go-kart racing, operating outdoors can all be at 50%. So, sure, we've wrecked the livelihoods of restaurateurs and all sorts of people who opened little shops and whatever they wanted to do with their lives, but we're gonna keep the go-kart thing going at 50%, you know, just 50 freaking percent. Uh, By the way, this is all colored by the fact that right now they also are telling us that you can't have anyone else in your home. That's right, you are supposed to until December 20th. So this is three weeks basically. And then by the way, they'll roll that right into Christmas. I mean, they tried to destroy Thanksgiving and now they wanna destroy Christmas. These people are evil, do you get it yet? Uh, But they want nobody in your house. So I just wanna be very clear about something because you guys know I'm a radical freedom extremist. I'm breaking the laws right now. Michael, will you please wave to the camera? Okay, that's one hand. Connor, will you wave to the, you see what's happening here, people? I've got floating hands in this room with me. The room is, I'd say, maybe 10 by 10. There's at least two other hands in here, okay? At least. What are you gonna, come and get me, Garcetti. you like, oh, screw you people, really. They're just awful, but if you wanna know how awful they are, I'd say uh, Gavin Newsom, who is our ridiculous governor here in California, he hit peak Gavin Newsom awfulness and then Kamala Harris went into peak Kamala awfulness because they put out these insane tweets over the weekend uh, because they were talking about small business Saturday. And here's the tweet from Gavin Newsom. I mean, this is just incredible. Quote, today is small business Saturday. California is home to over 4 million small businesses. This holiday season, shop safe and shop local to help support our economy and the over 7 million workers that help keep our small businesses going. Okay, do you understand that Gavin Douchebag Newsom is the one who has closed all of the small businesses. He has closed all of the small shops, all of the small restaurants, all of these things. And then he's also telling us that we should shop there while he's got these people with their restaurants closed and boarded up the height of hypocrisy. This, this guy is going to French Laundry, the most, one of the most expensive restaurants in the entire country. I did this story last week. He was with 22 people. They were indoors. They didn't have masks. They spent $15,000 on booze. $15,000 on booze. That's about 750 bucks a person on booze. And then he has the gall as they shut down and destroy lives, destroy your lives. They have the gall to tell you, oh, and also shop at the small businesses. <laughs> the only thing is we closed all the small businesses. Right now, literally, I can go about two miles away and go to Target, Target is open, but if you were to go to just the little store, just the little store that might have some of the things that you might get at Target, say, some uh, holiday wrapping paper, some gifts, trinkets, whatever it is, those stores are closed, and this this numbnut dingbat has the gall to say this, but then, the uh, the presumed president elect, and we'll get to the next story in a second because I think she thinks she's gonna be president. Uh, This is from uh, Kamala. She said, small businesses need our support now more than ever before. This small business Saturday and throughout the holidays, please shop local and do your part to help the backbone of our communities and our economy. Again, Democrats are the ones destroying all of these businesses. These These people are liars. And frauds, they are not good people. If you don't see it yet, I, I if I could smack you, I don't know that we have the technology yet through the YouTube, but I would just whack you just a not a not a full-on bam, but just like a you know, like you, you wake up already. These these are not good people, they must be voted out and they have they should have no authority to run anyone's lives, and and by the way, I'm just not listening to any of their edicts. Like, I'm gonna have people here. Look, look, I got a floating hand, watch this floating hand. There's one floating hand, can I get another floating hand? Look at this, I got floating hands. Like, come and get me, Garcetti, really, come and get me. Let's see what happens, man. Ugh, gross losers. Uh, But it's not just California that's completely insane. Vermont is actually uh, potentially equally as insane because now they've got school children ratting out their parents. Yeah, they literally want children to tell their teachers and administrators at public schools what the nature of their Thanksgiving holidays were. I mean, this is absolutely insane. This is is a story from The Blaze. The state of Vermont has announced that school children and their parents will be questioned about the nature of their Thanksgiving gatherings after the kids return to school and children and families that admit to violating the state's rules against celebrating with another household will be required to quarantine at home. <sighs> Do you see why we have a problem here, people? We are telling children that they should rat out on their family members. Did you, little Johnny, celebrate Thanksgiving with grandma? I'm sure, she only has a couple of years to live and. Maybe she didn't want to spend her last years alone in a dark room during Thanksgiving. She wanted to take the risk and be there with her family and you could have socially distanced or done whatever else you want your family. But we're the government and you better do what we say. God, it's insane. I mean, kids ratting out parents, that's what they want. That's what they want. And by the way, because you know, obviously I hit the Democrats on this a lot. The governor of Vermont is a Republican. His name is Phil Scott, and he's the one that ordered the Vermont Agency of Education to execute this. So most of these draconian laws, most of these ridiculous rat on your neighbor, we're locking you down, we're destroying small businesses while telling you to go to small businesses. Most of it's coming out of Democrats, but Phil Scott, you're the uh, you're the prime. <sighs> Trying to, you know, I've been saying the F-bomb a lot on the show lately because I've been you know, doing these special messages, and I know you guys enjoy them. I did a special message with my newsman glasses. I did a special message to, uh, to Gavin Newsom, and I think I did to Bill de Blasio, and a lot of people are enjoying them, and, the, and the, you know they, get, they pick up some steam, but I was trying to be nice there to Phil, to Phil Scott. Wasn't that, what's his name in the office? That was Michael Scott. But you see the same difference, people. Anyway, I have the glasses here and I'm thinking about doing one today, but I'm not, I'm not sure yet because I'm trying not to curse too much. But really, like the idea of children ratting on their parents, like how far are we from that to show me your papers, right? Like World War II Nazis, people just walking down the street, show me your papers or we're gonna take you away. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, all right, well, speaking of crazy, there's a 78-year-old man who is the presumed president-elect, although I'm pretty sure it ain't gonna happen. We'll, we'll see about that. There's a lot of stuff going on there that the mainstream's not, not talking about. Not not talking about, they're not talking about it. Um, but we got this 78-year-old guy with dementia, and then on Saturday, apparently, he broke his foot. He fractured his foot while playing with his dog. Now, normally, uh, you would think a 78-year-old man with a broken foot and dementia, maybe he shouldn't be the leader of the free world, but... Let's put that aside for a sec. Uh, Here's ABC News. They said, after initial x-rays were reassuring, a follow-up CT scan showed that President-elect Joe Biden has hairline fractures in his foot following a fall this weekend. His doctor said Biden will likely need to wear a walking boot for several weeks. You know the boot? You know that boot you see these people with the boot? I don't know, I, I laugh every time I see the boot. Something about that boot just seems very funny to me. But okay, it's already started with Joe Biden. It's like this man, if, if, if he is sworn in on January 20th, which again, I'm still not convinced is gonna happen. But if he is sworn in on January 20th, the idea that he is gonna be president for four years till he's 82 years old, he obviously has the beginnings of dementia. He now has a broken foot and he's gonna be in a boot. And a broken foot, you know what happens after the broken foot people, it's the broken hip. And you know what happens to elderly people once they break the hip, okay? We all know what this thing looks like. Like, this is just the, I don't know if they pushed him. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying any of that happened. Let's just say he tripped over the dog or something happened with the dog. But this guy is not ready, is not, it's not ready. That's not the right word. He, he is not fit to be president of the United States. And this is just a, in a way, you think his team has gotta be thrilled right now because they're like, oh, now we have the perfect excuse to never get him out there, right? We never have to get him out because we don't want him to be seen in the boot, limping like, like a lame dog, right? So instead, we're just gonna hide him and we'll let Kamala do all the talking. And man, she, you know, she is licking her chops, just waiting for that 25th amendment to be called out and go, I'm taking over. But I assure you people, if Biden is sworn in on January, you know what, here we go. I'm gonna make a bold statement. Michael, I'm gonna make a bold statement today. Bold statement, here we go. If Joe Biden is sworn in on January 20th, 2021, and he completes a four-year term, actually completes a four-year term, I will retire. I will retire at the end of that term. That will be it. I will disappear in just over four years, four years in about a month and a half. That'll be it, I, that's how convinced. I will just disappear from public life altogether. I will delete all of my accounts and then you'll never hear from me again. That's how convinced I am that it ain't gonna happen. He will not be president for four years. He, he either won't be president at all because of the, the election fraud and all that kind of stuff, um, which by the way is gaining momentum. We're not even really covering it that much today, but it is actually gaining momentum. And Giuliani was at a hearing in Arizona today. They found some really bizarre stuff with these, mid, you know, these late night 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. vote dumps. I think in Pennsylvania, Rand Paul was tweeting about it this morning. I mean, there's just some stuff going on, but I do not think that one way or another, Joe Biden will not be president for four years. Anyway, so he's got a broken foot on top of everything else. And then I saw this clip this weekend. You know, I try not to tweet on the weekends, but then, you know, sometimes I accidentally get on there, literally accidentally, like you you just open up my phone and my finger just goes to it, I'm like, ah, I'm in there. Um, Or sometimes people send me some things, but I thought this was just spectacular because this is four years ago, basically to the day. This is right after Donald Trump was elected president and the Russians were involved in the whole thing and it was very bad. Uh, and he was on Chris Hayes's show on MSNBC. Now, first, when you see this clip, Chris Hayes, to me, is a five-year-old who's dressed up like an adult with his fancy glasses to look like he's an important person who knows what he's talking about. Uh, but they talk about the, the wonderful ways that they could overthrow the election of Donald Trump and I thought it would be worth showing you to when these people show when they now tell you oh no 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 there's nothing we can do and you must obey the results of the election but they were singing a different tune four years ago here's the clip from MSNBC I think there are people who are pushing very hard who think that um, because of some of the constitutional perils of the emoluments clause uh, because of the popular vote margin because of um, a fundamentals they think threat to liberal democracy, that 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 electors should be persuaded and pressured on Monday to to part with what their pledge is and vote and vote against Donald Trump. Yes, they absolutely do should do so? that. Absolutely. I, I believe right now that there are electors, they only need 38 of them who have a conscience or who are worried about a man who won't attend the daily security briefings, who, uh, who we now know Russia was trying to help get elected. I mean, can you imagine if this if you or I had been running for office and they, they show that the Iranians were somehow involved in helping you or me get elected, what would happen to you or me, Chris? I'm just curious. What would happen? This I think thing- it would be a totally... Ch- All right, people, I'm as serious as those two. I've got thick, rimmed glasses on, so you know what I'm about to say. Has a lot of weight, okay? Um, yeah, what is what is Michael Moore? Michael Moore, ugh, go to the gym. Uh, take a couple days off bread, for God's sakes. Um, He says electors with a conscience, that they're the ones that are supposed to flip the election. And he obviously got help from the Russians. God, these people are absolutely patently absurd. Patently absurd. Everything they said four years ago is now the reverse of what they're saying now. And that, again, is why you really shouldn't be for a team in and of itself, because then you're just gonna flip constantly. You should try to have some basic set of principles that you can apply, and then you go, oh, well, maybe I wanna scale back power. This is what I tell you guys all the time, right? And I'm a guy with thick-rimmed glasses, so you know I know what I'm talking about. What you wanna do in a healthy society is scale back the power, so that when the guy who's the real bad guy gets in, he can't do that much bad. And when the guy who you like, your good guy, right, your hero, when he gets in, the trade-off is he can't do everything you want, and that allows us to have that healthy tension between conservative and liberal, and left-right and red-blue, Democrat Republican, and the rest of it. Um, I'll take the glasses off for the rest of this. Anyway, I thought it was worth uh, it was worth showing you guys that there is just such a series of of stupid things happening, um, but. That's what we're here for, that's what we're here for. By the way, I wasn't even gonna do a show today uh, because we just, uh, we hired our new director, Connor, and he's here in person for the first time. So I know over the last couple of weeks, we've had a couple little technical glitches. We've been doing a lot of stuff on the fly and everything else, but we've now got our full team here in Los Angeles, and uh, you know what? Let's just show them the floating hands one more time just to prove I'm here with human beings, okay? I know, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm racking up fines left and right over here, real people in this room, we're all gonna be okay. We're making decisions for ourselves. I think we're gonna go out for lunch. I was gonna say we're gonna go out for lunch. We can't go out for lunch. We're gonna sit outside for lunch. That's what we're gonna to do today. Uh, all right, guys, uh, we're, we're back five days a week this week. Originally, as I said, I was gonna only plan to do this show three days a week, but the world just won't let me have a day. Uh, by the way, we posted uh, part one of my new interview with Douglas Murray. Douglas is basically the clearest thinker around, uh, highly recommend you watch it. I got his take on everything happening in America. He was in America, actually stayed with us for a couple days uh, here at the House, but he was in America where he he went to Trump rallies, he traveled with Antifa, he was at uh, some of the election stuff and got, you know, as someone from the UK, got just like an insider's view of America, so we talk about that. Uh, He also opines on this story that you probably heard about uh, Penguin Random House, which is my publishing company, by the way. They're they're the people that publish Don't Burn This Book. The Canadian imprint, uh, they were, they were having all sorts of problems because Jordan Peterson's new book is coming out, and some of the some of the children who work there were very upset and they were crying because Jordan's a white supremacist and the rest of it, which of course is the reverse of truth and it shouldn't matter uh, whether whether an author is controversial or not, because it's about how many books can this person sell and everything else. So we get his feelings on that and much more so clip one is up and then the rest will be out throughout the week. And of course the full episode is up on RubenReport.com already. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the channel here. We got a busy day, hope you're good. And, and I just one last thing, I think everything's gonna be okay. I can't really explain why, but I, I sense something good this week. Today's Monday, by the time I do this show on Friday, I think we're gonna have some good news people. That's the Dave Rubin prediction. I've never been wrong before. So we'll see what happens. All right, that's it. See you tomorrow.